Bruchim and welcome everyone to a special edition of All Parsha on Parsha's Tazria Mitzoyra, the Ramban on Parsha's Tazria Mitzoyra. We're going to be focusing specifically on the Ramban. I'd like to share with you two fundamental Rambans that explain the concept of Saras. Let us begin in Parak Yod Gimel Pasuk Gimel. The Kain will see the affliction on the skin of the flesh, and the hair in the affliction turned white, and the appearance of the affliction is deeper than the skin of the flesh. Now, what does it mean the appearance of the affliction is deeper than the skin? How is it deeper than the skin? How does it look deeper than the skin? So Rashi on the spot says, any white appearance is deep. Like the appearance of the sun, which seems deeper than the shade. Sunlight shining on a field or on grass seems to be deeper than the surrounding shade. And therefore Rashi, adding to the comments of the Taras Kayanim, the Sifra, the Sifra just says that sunlight is deeper than shade. Barashi extrapolates and says all whiteness is deeper than the surrounding color, and therefore Rashi interprets the Pasik Umare Hanega that the appearance of the affliction is deeper than the skin of the flesh. And the Ramban says, the Ramban quotes this Rashi in Perak Yud Gimel Pasuk Gimel. The Ramban says, Komari Lovan Omaikuk, Mari Chama Omaik Minatsea Loshan Rashi. The Ramban cites the language of Rashi, and because the Ramban understands that what Rashi is saying is that always the white color will be deeper than its surrounding uh, area, therefore, when Rashi gets up to the Pasuk, Pasuk Dalid, it says, If it's a white Baharis, Ba'arbasari in the skin of the flesh, and it is not deeper in appearance than the flesh. So Rashi's bothered that what does it mean? Rashi says, I don't know the meaning over here because Rashi already established in Pasakimal that the white color is always deeper than the color around it. So therefore, when Rashi gets to the next Pasak, Rashi is bewildered. Why? Would it not be deeper? After all, the Sifra seems to say a principle that white is always deeper than the surrounding color. But as we mentioned, all the Sifra really says is that sunlight, sunshine, seems deeper than the shade. But Sifra doesn't say that white is always deeper than its surrounding color. That was the extrapolation of Rashi. So Ramban says, When the Ramban gets when Rashi gets to the second pasuk, that it says if it's a white baharis and it does not seem to be deeper than the skin, Rashi writes, I don't know what it means. Rashi's bothered. Since we're dealing with an affliction that's white, it's impossible that it's not deeper. Then the skin, as sunshine is deeper than the shade. Now the Ramban feels that this question is answerable, that Rashi is not up the creek without a paddle, and the Ramban valiantly tries to defend his uh, great uh, contemporary Rashi, 
And the Ramban says, We could fix this question. That the Psukim are only saying that white is deeper than the flesh with the addition of an, another factor. Namely, white is deeper than other colors when the area is completely white. And it's only completely white if the black hair is turned white. So in Pasuk Gimel, where it says, So the entire area is white. Um, only when the hair turns white. But in Pasuk Dalid, by the Baharas, where it says the black hairs did not turn white, it says that it's not deeper than the flesh. Why? Because there, even though there's white affliction, their black hair shekin marechama, just like the appearance of sunim yeba makim hu davar shachar mafuzabari. If there's something black there interspersed in it, it would not seem to be deeper. In other words, granted, there is a rule that white is always deeper than the surrounding color, but that's only if it's entirely white. And just like if there would be black interspersed in it, it would not seem entirely white. So too, if there are black hairs in it, it would not seem to be deeper. Hair is by nature black, and it would nullify the deep effects of the white color. But when it turns white or gold, then the whiteness is entirely glaring and bright. It will seem deeper to anyone who gazes at it from afar. However, the Ramban says that in his opinion, Rashi is not correct, that white color is always deeper. By the way, I'll share with you the question of the Mizrahi. The Mizrahi asks, the halacha is that to create a neg of saras, you only need two black hairs to turn white, even if the rest of the hairs remain black. But in that case, it would not seem deeper, because the Ramban's answer for Rashi is that it's only deeper when it seems entirely black, when it, excuse me, when it seems entirely white. And that's why when the hair turns white, then it, it's, it seems deeper. But if the requirement is only two hairs turn white and the rest of the hairs could turn black, how does that accomplish the depth of perception when there is still a black interspersed in this area? However, the Ramban personally uh, um, questions Rashi. He says, Vim that despite the answer that could be given to Rashi, Masha Omar Arav, that which Rashi says, all white colors seem deep. Does not seem to be correct in my eyes. Sherry Amrulig Maran Shua says, The word se'es means it's higher than the surrounding flesh. But but how could that be according to Rashi? Se'es is a white color. As it says in Pasuk Yud, se'es, which is white. Amru se'es kitsemer lavan. The Mishnah, the first Mishnah on the Gom says, Se'es is like the white of wool, Shnia loy second to it, Kakrom Beitza, the whiteness of the membrane of an egg. Vihinehi levana harbe, that is very white. Veroishat hiamuka, it should be deep. Velama yikra'u givaya, why would it be called Se'es, which means a height? Also, in describing the Se'es, the Torah does not describe it as deep. Why not, according to Rashi, any white is deeper than the surrounding flesh? And why would Sa'is mean higher? 
And if you look in the Sifran, the Tars Kayanim, it says, why is it called Seis? Malosh and Seis. Mogbas, elevated. Like she that seems higher than the sun. If all white was deeper, then the description should be precisely the opposite. And the Ramban defends Rashi by saying that perhaps when the word Seis means high, that's relative to Baharas. In other words, certainly it seems deeper than the surrounding flesh, but it's a lushan of height in relative to the Baharas. Ulai Naimar, maybe you could say, Shalashan Seis Mogvas, that which we say Seis is, means higher. He connected Baharas, that's relative to the Baharas. Shem Takivishdeim Tia Baharas, Kamar Achama, Baharas Seis Batsid Kamar Yatsel, that if you stack them next to each other, the Baharas would seem like the sun, which is deeper, and the Seis would be like the shade, which is higher. But relative to the surrounding skin, they're both deeper. But relative to the skin, they're both deeper. Although the Ramban personally rejects this, as the Torah does not say it is amoik by Seis, only by Baharas. I'd like to skip to a little bit further on in the Ramban. When the Ramban explains why is the Torah so machmir and strict regarding these uh, negaim and these afflictions when they're not even uh, yet rendered definitively tame. And I bring this up because in contradistinction to the Ramban's interpretation of Saras by Begadim and Batim, here the Ramban learns that Saras had a natural element to it. It was some kind of malady and affliction. Says the Torah wants the purity of Israel and the cleanliness of their bodies. And therefore the Torah, when the Torah, so to speak, senses somebody might have this malady, it distances ourselves from them and it requires quarantine. These afflictions are not definitive tzaras. Ultimately they can lead to it. Doctors write in their books that when there are light-colored spots, we should be worried about them because of the fact that they may lead to tzaras. In the beginning, before these maladies are considered definitive tzaras, they're called negat tzaras, an affliction of tzaras. An affliction of tzaras means it's not actual tzaras, but it could lead to it. Kaloi mer makoshot tzaras. Inenu tzaras gemura, not definitive absolute tzaras. Uviyoy simoni atuma gemurim laachar hahesker. But after there are definitive signs, after we lock up the mitzayra, sheyoy mer tzaras he, we say it is tzaras, yitachon shi tzaras gemura. That's because of the possibility that at this point it is definitive tzaras. Ufam yoy mer betuma. Elsewhere it says regarding the impurity of Tzaras, the kind would render impure, it's the malady of Tzaras, meaning, the intent is to say, now it will render impure, because it's a malady that will certainly come to Tzaras, and therefore it is appropriate that now one should separate from it, and therefore at this point one should separate from the people, or elsewhere it says in Pasuk Chafbeis, Negahu, it is right now an affliction. It is a terrible Negah that will not heal. Yoimar, what it means to say is, Shu Negah Godol, it is a great 
Affliction shall Yisrape that it will not heal. Abel Yigdal Kalayim, it will get bigger every day. V'yivsekasha Pasa'ata, and it will continue to spread. So the Ramban's opinion is Tsaras is some kind of malady, illness, sickness that's, that is contagious. In contradistinction to how the Ramban learns in Parak Yud Gimel Pasuk Memzayin regarding Tsaras of Begadim. Here the Ramban says, This concept of having this coloration of a garment is not natural at all, and does not happen in normal, uh, in normative course of action. Likewise, maladies of the house. But so why does it happen? Says Ramban, have an element of perfection. God's Spirit is with them always. Laha amid gufam to maintain their bodies, ubigdehem and their clothing, ubateyem and their homes, bimare toiv in good appearance. When the Jewish people are doing what they need to do, God will be with one's body, clothing, property, that to maintain them in good standing. But when there is sin and iniquity in a Jewish home, Yisra'a kiyor bibsari, there will be discoloration in his flesh or in his garment, or in his house, to demonstrate that God uh, is uh, removing himself. That the name of God is removing. That's why the Pasuk says, in Perk Yedal Pasuk, I will place this malady in the land of your inheritance, namely, in the land of Israel, as we're going to see in the opinion of the Ramban, Saras of the bias can only be in the land of Israel where Hashem's divine providence is focused. Kihi makas Hashem That is the malady of Hashem in that house, and that is citing the Pasuk in Mitzrayah. Says Ramban an important idea. Says Ramban, This phenomenon is only applicable in the land, which is the inheritance of God, as it says, when you come to the land of Canaan, this again is the explanation of the Pesukim in Mitzrayah. The reason why Tsaras is prevalent only in the homes of Israel is not because it's a mitzvah that's dependent on the land, like Trumais and Masrois. No, this is not a mitzvah Tuya it's because this can only happen in the chosen land, that the honorable name resides in it. Meaning, this is a phenomenon of God's divine providence and its removal thereof. Not only does Taras only apply in the land of Israel, it only applies after Israel was conquered and divided, and not only divided to the Shvatim, but further subdivided to each particular family, so that when the Jewish people are at peace, and in their ancestral house, that divine providence has uh, designated for them, and then there's a malady on the home, that is a specific message that God is saying, I am not with you in a certain sense right now. And each person recognizes his portion and his home, and the reason why only then it's no, it's relevant, then they, they're at ease to a degree, to understand Hashem, and Hashem resides among them. Now the Ramban is Machadesh, that the phenomenon of Nigei Begadim is also only applicable 
in the land of Israel. This is only applicable in the land of Israel, even though it doesn't say by Nige Begadim Kisavayol Eretz Kenan. And the Ramban says the reason it doesn't have to say is because it only occurred in the land of Canaan. It never happened in Chutzar, so it goes without saying. Chutzar, it didn't have to exclude Chutzar, because it will never happen, happen there. And the Ramban says because of this idea that Saras is supernatural, because of this supernatural phenomenon, it only applies to white clothing, but not by dyed clothing. Because if it's dyed, maybe this is a result of some kind of discoloration. Maybe there is some kind of um, deficiency in the dye. So, therefore, there is no nigei begadim by dyed garments because that might be natural. And sarasim begadim is only supernatural. And one would not attribute it to the finger of God. Therefore, garments that are naturally colored, would hold, they do cause contamination. They are subject to Tsaras Begadim. Says Ramban, this may be why the Torah by Tsaras uh, Begadim specifies every type of material instead of just saying it applies by Begadim. And according to the simple way of understanding, based on the above idea that Nigei Begadim are supernatural, the Torah repeats by each Pasuk, the garment or the hide, or the warp or the wolf. Why does the Torah um, speak out every possibility? Because since it's a supernatural phenomenon, so you can't extrapolate from one to the other. This is completely miraculous, but the Ramban does conclude that according to the Sifra, we darshan something from every mention of each particular material. Rabbi Sina Zuchayim Levracha, uh, according to the rabbis, Bohem mid Rashim, they derive variously mudim from each word, Vukulam Taraskanim, all mentioned in Taraskanim. So according to the Ramban, Saras is a supernatural phenomenon, specifically by homes and garments, therefore they're only applicable in the land of Israel, therefore they're only applicable in white garments, not dyed garments, unless it's naturally colored. And this is uh, only applicable in Eretz Yisrael, the land that Hashem's Divine Providence is much more prevalent and concentrated, and therefore, if there is a discoloration, then we know that when a Jew is acting properly, the Rabban Shalom is with us to preserve our bodies, to preserve our homes, to preserve our clothing. But when the Rabban Shalom is not with us, then the discoloration is symptomatic of a lack of that high level of relationship we ha- we have with Hashem. But there has to be a starting point of a special closeness, which is only achievable in Eretz Yisrael. Hence. Saras and the Godim and Batim, according to the Ramban, are only in the land of Israel. May the Ramban Shalom take us there very soon. Bimheravi Amenu Amen. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos.